0: You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome to the Collegian Week in Review. Here are your hosts, Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott.
1: Welcome back to a brand new season of the Collegian Week in Review, where we give you an inside look into Michigan's oldest college newspaper. We're your hosts Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott, and today we'll be talking to Olivia Pero about a cross country alumnus and an interesting race that he raced this summer. Then we'll be talking to Jillian Parks about uh, the new class of freshmen and how they're interested in the arts at Hillsdale, as well as why she thinks it's good that she did not have a summer internship. And then finally, we'll talk to Logan Washburn about uh, updates on construction on a new Meyer grocery store in Hillsdale. But first, Lauren and I are just going to discuss The Collegian and some things that we found interesting. Lauren and I do this show because we love The Collegian. I'm the senior editor. She's the city news editor. We just want to talk about it and share it with you because as of recently, according to the new uh, Princeton Review ratings, it is the number two college newspaper in the nation. That was one of our top stories this week.
2: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I remember whenever I first came to the Collegian, whenever I, it was the beginning of my sophomore year, I believe we were fifth best in the nation. And then the very next year after that, so this would have been last year, we went to third best, and now we're second best. And so it's cool to see the improvement um, throughout the years, and then also to know that your articles contributed to that. And so it's just a really exciting thing for us at the Collegium.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about the Princeton Review is that it's based on student surveys. So what it really means is that students at Hillsdale like what we're doing. And that's cool, you know, because that's the whole point. We're a student-run newspaper, and... It's by students for students.
2: Exactly. And then also um, the the list of universities that were in the running includes 15% of American universities. And it was also an 85-question survey. And so for students to go through that long survey just to help the collegian and support the collegian, it, it shows that maybe you are really doing something good around around here, you know?
1: Yeah, Hillsdale was up there in some other areas. But of course... What we care about most is the collegian. Uh, We also, right now, are recording from the brand new Radio Free Hillsdale studio, which is super exciting. Uh, It really is just a great addition to the program.
2: Well, for those of you who don't know, whenever the radio program started in, I believe it was 2016 or 2017, um, as of a couple weeks ago, we were doing all of our recording, all of our producing out of two closets. And that is not an exaggeration. They were closets. Um, It was pretty small in there. It was kind of hot in there, which, you know, not to complain, very thankful for the opportunity to record in there. Um, But all that to say, we have our very own studio now with multiple studios in there. And so it's a really exciting thing um, to just have a place that's ours and to be able to record.
1: What else do we have in the collision this week that you found interesting,
2: Lauren? Well, an article that I wrote for the City News section is about the local eatery being for sale, which is sad because, you know, when a business is up for sale, anybody can buy it and do anything that they want. And I will be so sad if the local eatery gets rid of the cinnamon rolls.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think local eatery is up there in terms of breakfast food in Hillsdale. So sort of a sad development.
2: I agree. And then something else, whenever I was talking to the owner of the local eatery, as he was saying how a lot of the Hillsdale restaurants are actually for sale, which made me even more sad because I think one of the greatest things about Hillsdale is like these little family owned restaurants that are so good. I will always go to a family owned restaurant before a chain restaurant, unless I'm especially broke. And to hear that these places could possibly be sold and bought by someone who could change it into something else is a little bit sad to me. Because I think that's a big part of Hillsdale's charm. Do you know why? Well, what the owner of the local eatery said is that the restaurant industry is really, really hard. And there's honestly just not many people out there who are willing to work hard anymore. Uh, There are other opportunities you can do where you can work a lot less hard and probably make about the same amount of money. So you really just have to have a passion and a heart for it. And I guess there's just not many people like that
1: around here. We'll be back shortly with some of our guests for today.
3: The Collegian Weekend Review continues.
1: This is Maddie, and I'm here with Olivia Perro, the sports editor of The Collegian this year. And this week, we are going to be talking about a very fascinating story that she was able to uncover for The Collegian. It's about a recent alumnus named Mark Sprague and a really interesting race that he ran this summer. Olivia, tell me a little bit more about this story.
4: Yeah, so Mark, or as they called him on the cross-country team here, Sparky, he ran um, the 2023 Beer Mile World Classic Open race in Chicago on July 1st, and he beat around 183 men and women overall in the Open race, and then he beat 24 other men in his heat and he had a time of 5 minutes and 21 seconds for his mile. And it was a beer mile, so he had to drink a beer before he ran each lap around a track.
1: Tell me more about that. How did he get into this? What, did, what does he think of doing these types of races?
4: So he told me that he has found that he's actually pretty good at doing beer miles because his stomach doesn't get upset when he chugs and runs um, the laps. So he can be pretty successful and have a very competitive time. So there's a Team USA for the beer mile, and he is hoping to make it for that team next year. And his time was just below what he needed to be on that team. So maybe next year we'll see him on the official beer mile team. But this race that he just did was pretty special because um, on the first lap before he even could go, the tab on his beer broke. So he was the last one to leave the starting line. But then in the last lap of the race, he actually passed the person who was in first place and he won. So that was
1: pretty cool. We're, we're so proud of our alumni here, aren't we? I mean, this is just such a remarkable thing. What about people that he knows? What did they think of this? I also interviewed Alex Mitchell
4: and Donnie McArdle, who are currently on the cross-country men's team here at Hillsdale. And they both told me that they thought it was really funny that he ran this race. But I think they're proud of him and his accomplishments. So they had a good time talking to me about their friend.
1: Well, thank you for coming on the show, Olivia. Thanks so much for having me.
3: You're listening to the Collegian Week in Review.
2: This is Lauren, and I'm here with our culture editor, Jillian Parks. This week, she wrote a story for the culture section about the new freshman
3: class.
2: (laughs) Kind of crazy that you would write a whole article about a group of Hillsdale students who have been here for like two seconds. So why did you want to write about them in the first place? Um, I think my main...
0: Reason that I wanted to write this article was because when I first showed up as a freshman, I had no personal stake in the Collegian. And so I didn't read it for a while until I actually started writing articles and was seeing my name in it, um, which I think is pretty actually typical of a lot of people is like they want to have some sort of reason to be a part of the Collegian. And I found that to be especially true last year when I did social media um, is that people really engaged with the account when they were on it. So I kind of felt the same philosophy would probably apply in print if we had freshmen seeing their name um, in the newspaper and having a reason to like sift through, especially because the culture page is in the back. So they had to go through all the pages to get to that one. Um, And once they got there, they got the reward of seeing their silly little quotes that they sent me via Instagram DM in The Collegian.
2: So your article is titled, More Than a Score, Class of 27 Boast Fresh Artistic Interest. What are some of these artistic interests that you talked about with these freshmen?
0: Um, I think the main thing that I focused on was music just because I think we're a pretty musical campus and everybody likes to talk about what, the, what music they listen to. I think there's also a lot of opportunity for diversity of opinion and thought. And I was right. Like the freshmen listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, but we also talked about what they did in high school and what they were interested in pursuing here um, when they got to campus. And also just like what kind of art they'd already heard about, like what kind of departments at Hillsdale. Artistically, they were already aware of. A lot of them had come to see shows beforehand um, and wanted to continue seeing shows or maybe being in them in the future. A lot of them were on scholarship with the music department and they had known about the music department's success for a while. Um, but we mostly just talked about how they wanted to get involved, how they have been involved and like what kind of things that they, they bring to campus.
2: What opportunities are they looking forward to at Hillsdale to further these interests of theirs?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of them were just mostly excited about being on Hillsdale's campus and pursuing art under the umbrella of like um, higher meaning, purpose, virtue, you know, all the things that Hillsdale boasts as an important part of their experience. Um, I think one thing that a lot of freshmen brought up was that it's far away, Detroit, but Detroit is a, a music hub. And so there's a lot of Bands and artists that come through Detroit. And a lot of these people are just looking for a friend who wants to go with them, um, who wants to join them in their truck to Detroit. And so I think that's a main, a lot of things that people are excited about is coming from like their smaller towns and going to a place that is far from a, like, Metro Detroit is not close, but um, it makes it a part of the college experience to go up there. I think a lot of students were also really excited about the chapel, they really liked the chapel as a space. Um, In terms of choir and just worship in general, uh, they know a lot about it. I don't know who taught them about the chapel, but they learned about it and they're excited. Yeah, I think those were the two main things. I think also theater, like I said before, was a big one that came up. People had seen Our Town last year. People had seen the musicals in years prior when they came to visit and they thought that they were really excellent and wanted to be a part of it.
2: What are some things that Hillsdale can continue doing in order to keep students who have a passion for arts uh, interested in coming to the school?
0: I mean, I think the main thing is obviously funding, continuing to fund the arts, continuing to fund um, improvements in the not only like products of these departments, but also the advertising of these departments so that people can know that what they're coming to see and that it's actually a legitimate department on campus. But I also think that Hillsdale can continue to really I mean, it's what they're already doing, which is having students encouraging a a culture where prospective students come to campus and see what we're all about. Because like, naturally, we are an artistic campus where there's a lot of people who have a lot of different artistic interests. And anybody with those interests is going to automatically be attracted to that side of campus insofar as they're able to be here and see it. So I think if we continue to uh, encourage students to pull up and experience it for themselves, then we'll be good to go.
3: Radio Free Hillsdale's The Collegian Week in Review continues.
2: All right, Jillian. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about the new freshman class. Now I'm going to pass the microphone to my wonderful co-host, Maddie, who's going to talk to Jillian about an opinion piece that she wrote this week.
1: Thanks so much, Lauren. And hello, Jillian. Hey, Maddie. It's good to be here. It's, it's great to be here with you. Yeah. Um. So I hear that you wrote an opinion piece this week about how you did not have an internship this
0: summer. Tell yep. me about that. Um, so it wasn't about how I didn't have an internship. It was about how it's okay if you didn't, I didn't have an internship, but the point of the piece was just to reassure all the people who have sat through conversation after conversation of what'd you do this summer? Oh, I just went home and what'd you do? Oh, I worked for my congressman or I worked for, um, some sort of like internship that I did here or some, something like that sounds really impressive and cool. And you just start to feel a little bit lame about whatever you did with your summer, um, it's just a nice little, I don't know, eight hundred word reminder that like, um, it's okay to spend your summer doing other things other than building your resume because uh, I guess the gist is that, as people, we're more than just resumes. And so the impact that we have is widespread, even if it's not in the like field of our careers. So, like even if you just go home for the summer and you're working and you're you have the potential to have a worthwhile summer, you also have the potential to have a lame summer. Everybody does, no matter what they do with their summer. But being diligent about the kind of work you're doing when you're on breaks, even if it's not necessarily career forwarding, is important.
1: So what did you do this summer?
0: I worked at a summer camp for kids. So I worked like five different weeks of summer camp, and then I worked a week of overnight camp with about 80 kids each week. Coming through, it was a theater camp. And so they would come in, they'd sing a little, they'd dance a little, they'd act a little. It's also a Christian camp, so we taught them... Um, different Bible verses, and we did devotions, and we did worship time, and basically just taught them about the intersection between the arts and Christianity, and how important it is that they're interwoven um, from a very young age, and so I met a ton of kids that I never would have gotten to meet otherwise, and I was able to um, form relationships with some of them, and really get to be like, I don't know, that cool 20-year-old that they meet at camp, you know? Like, I just remember going to camps just like that when I was little, and my counselors being in college, and that being like really cool to me and being like, oh, it's so cool that I have college counselors. And so if all the college students are out working at a financial firm during the summer and they're not out there, you know, working with kids, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to be the cool college counselor. And I I did that this summer and I, found, I felt like it was very fulfilling.
1: Tell me more about that. How is it fulfilling and maybe even more fulfilling than an internship would have been?
0: I would say it's definitely more fulfilling than an internship would have been just simply because, I mean, I talk about this in the piece Kurt Vonnegut has this quote that he said to a group of college graduates that was basically like um, the most impactful thing that you can do with your life is to uh, create communities in which the terrible disease of loneliness can be cured. And like that is the most impactful thing we can do as people because, I mean, we all know that being lonely sucks. And I think that the community that I was doing theater camp for is like, the reason I wasn't lonely in high school. It was the reason I had friends and community, and I still have friends and community when I go back somewhere um, in college, and so having a place like that and just taking from it feels kind of backwards because it gave so much to me that, like, to turn around and be able to give back to it and to then be a part of that, like, community that a lot of these kids are going to grow up experiencing in a really serious, awesome, incredible way was very fulfilling to know that, this is work that's important not because we're putting on a great showcase I mean they did a great job the showcase was good they did a great job um but that wasn't really the point the point was that these kids know that there's somewhere they can go and like they can have relationships with the kind of people who are running the camps and who are older than them and who have been through the program saying like this is a really great place to be if this is something you love to do and you want to like be surrounded by people
1: thanks so much for being on the show with us today Jillian
0: you are so welcome
3: This is the Collegian Week in Review.
2: This is Lauren, and I'm here with Logan Washburn, the city news editor at the Collegian. This week, he wrote a story about the new Meyer coming to Hillsdale. It's a construction update, and he's going to let us know when they're expected to be opened.
3: Thanks for having me on, Lauren. Um, Yeah, so it was great to check in with the city about this. Um, They gave us an updated timeline for when the new Meyer is going to open. And they're expecting it to open by early summer twenty twenty four, barring any unforeseen weather circumstances. Um that came directly from the company and the city said that they're expecting to complete construction, um, to have Meyer complete construction by February or March of 2024. So um yeah, it's coming up um real quick here. So apparently it is a $20 million project. According to um, city zoning administrator Alan Beaker.
2: Tell me about some of the opportunities that Meyer will bring, as far as what it'll, it will bring to the community of Hillsdale and also uh, jobs that it will create.
3: Yeah, so um, the new Meyer is going to bring um, 200 to 300 jobs into the city of Hillsdale. I'm sorry, 250 to 300 jobs. Um, and they're also expecting the store to generate more economic activity, and there may be. To, additional development around the store.
2: What is the significance of a grocery store like Meyer coming to a city like Hillsdale?
3: Well, um, first of all, it creates competition for other large grocery stores like Kroger and Walmart. Um, but the city is also just bracing to see what it does in terms of the small businesses. Um, they're hoping that it'll bring more shoppers into the area, but at the same time, more stores like that can take business away. So the city is prepared for um for whatever impacts this is going to have.
2: Tell me a little bit about the land that Meyer bought.
3: Yeah, so Meyer bought 50 acres for the new store in Fayette Township um, near Bullhead Lake, just south of the Ford dealership back in 2017. Um, the township signed an agreement with the city that gave the city authority over the property and extended city services there. Um, so that's kind of the background of how they got the property, but it was also a historic farm. Um, There is a mail pouch tobacco barn on the property um, that sat on a hill that now no longer exists. Um, The company had planned to demolish the barn and not um, do anything to preserve the wall. But um, after some reporting here at the Collegian and after the historical society reached out, um, they were able to work together to preserve that historic mail pouch tobacco advertisement. And the company said they were really glad to do that. So I think they're hoping it was a good opportunity to bond with the community.
2: All right, Logan, thank you so much for being on the show today.
3: Thanks for having me on. I always enjoy it.
2: You have been listening to the Collegian Weekend Review on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We're your hosts, Lauren Scott and
1: Maddie Welsh.
2: You can find the Collegian online at hillsdalecollegian.com or on Instagram at hillsdalecollegian. You can also find previous episodes of the Collegian Weekend Review online at cwir.transistor.fm. Once again, you have been listening to the Collegian Weekend Review on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.